0: Hello, San Pedro podcast, episode 38. You are listening to the Hello, San Pedro podcast. I'm Amanda, your host. Join me as I talk to amazing people within our community, business owners, community activists, local leaders, and people like you and me who love San Pedro. This is a place where we'll share big ideas, discuss hot topics, and spread good vibes. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Hello San Peter podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Silva. Wow, time flew by. I know it's been a minute. Um, I think the last episode I put out was on June 14th, so it's been exactly two months since I've talked to you guys. I'm going to be honest, I really feel like I let you guys down and I'm so sorry. I really wish I had the capacity to continue with the weekly episodes during this rough time that I've been going through. Um, but yeah, I just, I just couldn't. Uh, I think this was probably a really necessary break. Um, So I'll fill you in on why I ghosted on the podcast for two months. It's not because I'm quitting. It's not because I don't want to do this anymore or I don't care about San Pedro or God forbid I'm moving away. No. (laughs) Um, So in the last... In the last episode's intro, I mentioned being really excited about a few events coming up and I mentioned Pride on the Port and um, that we'd be celebrating my best friend Nick's birthday uh, with all of our friends. Well, Pride on the Port was amazing. It was so much fun and my friends and I really had a good time. Um, Little did I know that it would be the last time that I saw my best friend Nick Less than two weeks later, the very same day I started my new job, I got a call around 10 a.m. that Nick did not wake up that morning. He had passed away in his sleep the night before. So, as you can imagine, this news was really devastating to me. I truly didn't know what to do. Um, the podcast wasn't the only thing that I stepped away from. i I didn't go back to my new job for a whole week. <laughs> um, I missed a lot of calls. I stopped talking to a lot of people. i I didn't even know how to be a mom, to be honest. Um, I've I've never experienced a loss like this, so I felt truly lost. He had been my best friend for over 10 years. Um, We were almost inseparable when I met him as um, an 18-year-old. We were both 18, and we continued to grow closer as we got into our 20s. Of course, eventually, we started adulting, and I got married and had a baby. I have a family now, but he was never distant. He was Uncle Nick to my son, and... He made it to every special family event. Um, if too much time had passed and I was stuck in mom world, he made me go out for drinks or dinner, um, he was truly a special friend, uh, and one of a kind. Uh, I've, I've, I think I've been ready to come back to the podcast for like maybe a, a few weeks now, um. I've I've been wanting to get back into, you know, into what I love and put myself into my passions, um, but it's been really challenging to kind of talk about this without, you know, kind of breaking down, um, and I keep waiting for it to get easier, but I don't think it's gonna get easier. So I'm just gonna like get through it, and I know you guys understand where I'm coming from. So one of the ironic things about this whole thing is that he had just gotten a new job as a recruiter and had probably just hit his two-month mark at this job. Um, I was his first and only job placement during his time there. He found me a really great job in Palos Verdes, Um, so I'm not commuting on the 405 anymore. I'm literally 20 minutes away, and I'm now doing work I really like, and I'm getting paid more. Um, When I got the news, I was literally two hours into my training on my first day at my new job, and I left immediately after I got the call. They gave me the entire week off to grieve and rest, the company, I guess, um, I had learned later that the company had recently experienced a loss of their own and they knew exactly what I was going through. That's a really sucky thing to have been through. Um, they were not just, you know, sympathetic. They were, they were experiencing what I was experiencing. Um, I don't know why it worked out this way or how, but somehow I'm in the best possible situation to be going through something like this. Um, I don't think I would have, I think I would have had a much harder time if I was at my new job. I don't think my previous boss would have been understanding of the time I needed to take away from work. Um, I also don't think I would have done well commuting um, back and forth to that job while I was in the middle of you know severe grief um yeah so I I'm somehow in the best possible situation um not only not only am I close to home not only am I close to my family not only am I really busy at learning my my new job but um But I'm also really close to two very good friends of mine who are also experiencing this grief with me as they were also really good friends of Nick. Um, One of them, one of my friends works in the building next to mine and then the other friend um, works like five minutes away and we've had lunch almost every day when I returned back to work and now we have lunch um, at least once a week. Um, So being with them at my new job has been such a comfort. Um, anyway, (laughs) um, I realized I didn't, I didn't mention a cause of death and that's because technically we're not sure yet. He had type one diabetes since early childhood and had always taken really good care of himself. He ate well, he stayed fit. Um, He had just turned had his 29th birthday. There was really no warning sign that this was going to happen. Um, I have a lot of thoughts and opinions about, you know, what may have happened to him in his last, you know, few weeks. And me and other really close friends of his have just, like, combed through every detail of his last, you know, few months just to be like, where did this come from? Um, You know... All, all that I can really take from this though and I, I think I'll continue to learn from his death for many years um, but uh, what I've really taken away from this experience is that life is too short to be anything other than happy I've made it my goal moving forward to stop stressing over little things to stop doubting myself and to surround myself with loving friends and family so, um, I want to, I want to, you know, I want to emphasize all of that to you, the listeners life is too short to be anything other than happy. And, um, I think that, I think that my friend was onto something in the way he lived his life because he was happy. Even when he went through hard times, he was happy um he had this lifestyle and he referred to it as para which was short for paradise but it was like basically it was like vacation vibes all the time he had this work hard play hard mindset and um he was he was about good vibes only and I think um yeah I think that's probably the way we're supposed to live life good vibes only um I think the negative vibes and the toxic, um, the toxic feelings, especially the toxic opinions of others that people put on you for no reason. You know, there's just no, there's no reason for that. Life is really too short. And these negative feelings, they all have a, a, a physical impact on your body that we don't see. And, um, you know, manifests in us and in our lives in terrible ways. So I just want to stress that you deserve to be happy and anything that's causing you severe stress in your life, do everything you can to get rid of it. (laughs) And if this is the only thing that you go away from this episode with, I, I hope that, I hope that it helps you. And I hope that you take it to heart. Um, life is too short to be anything other than happy. I want you all to know I didn't abandon the podcast. I'm not quitting the podcast. I really care about all of you and this community. In fact, I went to the grand reopening of Sirens this past weekend, and I cannot wait to set up more interviews so that I can talk, continue to talk about San Pedro every single week. Um, there's been so much going on, um, So I I think what we'll do now is let's take a break here. And in the next half of the show, it's going to be a much shorter show today. In the next half of the show, I want to go everything that's happened in Pedro in the last two months. So yeah, see you after the break. This episode is brought to you by Cryptospace. San Pedro's one and only Cryptocurrency Lounge. Learn more at CryptospaceUS.com and definitely follow them on Instagram at Cryptospace.us. All right. Um, So yeah, it's been two months. It is, uh, yeah, August 15th and there is a lot of ground to cover. (laughs) Um, there's been a lot going on in the last couple months. I don't even know where to start exactly. Um, 4th of July happened. I, I don't, I didn't do anything for 4th of July. I spent, um, I spent my time with my best friend's roommate who was still in the apartment and I was helping her get some stuff, um, you know, ready. She was moving out and, um, I was, yeah, we were just talking about our friend. So I literally... 4th of July like came and left it, it literally didn't phase me except for at midnight when I'm trying to go to sleep and of course it's difficult uh, let me just say that fireworks in the middle of the night while you're grieving is kind of like uh, traumatic <laughs> um, my other friend kind of experienced the same thing and we were not we're not for it please if you're the ones doing fireworks in the middle of the night we're over it. Please stop. Um, and I can't believe I have to say this well into August. I'm in the Point Furman area. There, there has been one-off, uh, fire, fireworks going off lately. Um, it hasn't been that bad, um, in the last like week or so, but yeah. Um, anyways, 4th of July happened I hope all of you enjoyed it and you had a lot of barbecue and a lot of sunshine and lemonade and whatever else you guys do on 4th of July um I'm sure Cabrillo Beach was packed (laughs) um also can we talk about that random brush fire that happened on July 20th um it took place like right on the entrance to uh um the bridge and i don't i think it lasts for like 90 minutes um i was completely out of town that day i was visiting another close friend um yeah so i (laughs) i don't know what happened but i came back and it was like half of the hill was all black and burnt and i heard there was a fire um i hope no one got hurt in that of course I can't see the daily breeze article because i reached my limit so there's that but um anyway yeah so that was super random uh what else has happened in the last couple months okay so actually recently this has happened within the last week or so um, there has been a transformation on 6th and 7th street i'm sure you guys have noticed if you've been down there in the last couple weeks but um our beautiful downtown streets were kind of put in a time machine and sent back to the 1930s. Uh, HBO was filming its series Perry Manson um, in downtown and oh my gosh, the, the, the videos and the photos on Facebook. Um, I mean, it looked amazing. I cannot wait to see this um, this TV show when it comes out Um yeah so i i mean it looked so beautiful The they had really gorgeous like um cars from that era like parked all along 6th and 7th street they um were filming they made it like rain in the area and uh you saw people dressed in 1930s like um Clothing, you know, women were wearing their cute hats and their, you know, pencil skirts. It was really beautiful. Um, I can't wait to see, I can't wait to see the results of that all the filming uh, when it comes out. So when it does, I'll keep you guys posted. Um, also, this past Monday, uh, randomly, a car drove off the edge of Pacific Avenue literally just drove off the cliff um i believe the driver was survived was found swimming in the ocean and um was able to get help but um wow gosh that is so random and i don't know how i don't know how that happened i don't know what needs to be done about that but i really hope nothing like that happens again and i hope no one got hurt in in that accident um so let's see here also of course like i mentioned uh the grand um uh, the sorry also like i mentioned before sirens just had its grand reopening and ribbon cutting it was a ribbon cutting event um this past saturday they actually closed off the street between um six and seventh and they did like a full event um i believe it was like the the fire department and um, the police department put on an event to kind of hand out information regarding the like a, a firework, um, preparedness. So a firework, did I just say firework earthquake preparedness? Um, so they were really promoting, uh, getting prepared for a potential earthquake. Um, I don't know if you guys have listened to the big one. It is, I mean, don't listen to it if you don't want to know what's going to happen if the big one hits LA, but it will prepare you, um, or it will scare you into preparing. Um, it's a really good podcast. I, I highly recommend it. It's basically 12 episodes on what we can expect if... A monster earthquake hits Los Angeles. More than likely, we will survive it, and it's the aftermath that's going to cause the most damage. Um, So, I definitely recommend it. I want to come. I really want to bring somebody on the podcast to talk about what we can expect if there was an earthquake that hit Los Angeles. How is it going to affect San Pedro? Do we need to worry about a tsunami? Um, Just all of that. So hopefully in the future I'll be able to to um, get that episode to you guys but I think it's a really important topic to talk about. Um, so yeah that event was amazing um, it was really good to see the new sirens. It was so beautiful. She actually had like a band playing as well. I got my favorite coffee um, yeah it's gorgeous inside guys. It's detailed with a lot of beautiful hand painting um, so I highly recommend you stop by. I think that was like a soft opening event and it should be fully opened hopefully by the time this weekend rolls around um I, i'm not completely sure but i know that they did close up again to get some things in order and to get completely like approved by the county and they should be fully open hopefully by this weekend um and also speaking of sirens, so on the back of the sirens building, you will see a brand new, beautiful um, mural of a mermaid. It is absolutely gorgeous. Um, big thanks to Linda Grimes and uh, the San Pico, um Waterfront Arts District for for producing that beautiful art piece that public work of art um it is absolutely gorgeous and what a difference like it brings such a beautiful sense of community to um you know the downtown area it's really nice um so thanks linda your work is amazing please keep doing what you're doing i would love to see more beautiful works of art all around san pedro um another grand opening that happened. It wasn't really a grand opening. I'm not sure how much they publicized it. Um, I follow them on Instagram, which is why I knew about it. Um, and also the Troy Man like posted about it a lot. But um, the Chori Man has a brand new neighbor, Colossus Bakery. So they also opened this past weekend and, um, they were sold out completely by the time we got there, but <laughs> I heard, um, that their pastries are amazing. The owner is really awesome. I hope to get her on the show soon. She's super nice and I, I wish them nothing but the best. Um, I believe they own a Long Beach bakery, um, that's done really well. And so they've opened up their second location here um, on Alma Street next to the Troyman. Man. I think that corner is going to be pretty busy. Um, yeah, they uh, they not only have pastries, but they have coffee. So um, sometimes when I go to the Troyman Man, I always want like a coffee to go with it, like an iced coffee. So I look forward to trying their iced coffees. And yeah, welcome to the neighborhood Colossus Bakery. We are glad to have you. Um, I'm just going to shout out their hours because they posted it on, um on their social media so they are going to be open from 6 a.m to 3 p.m monday through friday and 7 a.m to 4 p.m on saturday and sunday so yeah you'll definitely see me around there pretty soon uh last but not least um some pretty big news so the san pedro heritage museum has commissioned its first work of art a statue of charles bukowski and it's expected to be completed by his hundred by his hundredth birthday which would be august 16th of 2020 um so that's a pretty big deal. Uh, the San Pedro Heritage Museum, um, which is founded by Angela Romero, she's been on the podcast at least three times. Um, you can go back and listen to any of her episodes. But she's amazing. She's a local historian, and this is going to be one of the. This is going to be the first project really headed up by the San Pedro Heritage Museum. Um, they they're working on some incredible things, and even though there is no physical museum. There's still a lot of work that's being done um, to preserve our our beautiful town's history so i'm really looking forward to this this is going to be exciting um there's actually going to be a launch party called bukowski in bronze launch party and it's going to be this friday um tomorrow august 16th at sacred grounds from 7 to 9 p.m so i encourage all of you guys to be there i encourage you guys to donate to this amazing cause um i think local history is so important and it's what's gonna it's what's going to carry us into the future you know we're really worried about a lot of the redevelopment um I think a lot of us are worried that it's going to erase the the rich history of this town but this is one way that we get to preserve it and I think the more um the more that we put into this effort um you know headed up by the San Pedro Heritage Museum I think the more we'll have control over our narrative in the future we'll have we'll be in control of the story that San Pedro has to tell um so I I'm really excited about this um I I plan on stopping by on Friday and checking out the event I highly recommend all of you guys go as well um congratulations to Angela Romero and um their board of directors this is a really big accomplishment um still a long ways to go but this is really awesome there is uh you know groundbreaking and things happening so it's exciting uh yeah that's actually all I wrote down on my list I'm sure that there's more that's happened in the last two months that I'm just completely missing but I plan to get back to it in um in some later episodes I what I'd like to do actually is um I I may have actually kind of stumbled upon um a good maybe a good schedule to kind of follow for the podcast um by accident so we know I took a long break because I was grieving but it really was nice to have a break um and I wasn't you know uh constantly looking for another interview or constantly looking to you know sit down with somebody and rush home and edit it and, um, you know, send everybody to bed so I can work on my thing. Um, it it was nice to have a break. So I, I think now what I'm going to do is, I want to get a couple more episodes in. I had already previously recorded with The Habits. Um, that was the next episode set to come out the week that my friend died. But, of course, I didn't get it out. So I want to release their episode next week. And um, I think I want to wrap it up with um, a very special interview. And I think we'll call it a season. We'll just close the lid on season one and then start fresh um, season two. I don't think I'm going to take any more time off but um, I I just want to call it a new season and give it a brand new fresh start um so yeah i think that's what's gonna happen and then next year around the same time you know take this summer off and uh i mean i don't really even listen to podcasts in the summer either (laughs) so i don't know if you guys have taken a break but i've certainly taken a break from listening to podcasts um i normally don't listen to as many in the summertime so i hope it worked out for you as well um but yeah, so I think that's what we'll do. We're going to get in a couple more episodes for season one and then we're just going to call it a day um, and then get started with season two. So I'm really excited for the episodes that I have in mind and I think you guys are going to really enjoy them. Anyway, thank you all for sticking around. Thank you for um, for those of you who have who have been following me on my personal account. I have not touched the podcast, social media pages, by the way, like the Facebook, the Instagram. I have barely touched the email. Um, so for those of you who have been following me on my personal page and who have been aware of this, um, this loss that I've been going through, um, and who have sent their condolences. Thank you so much. Um, I can't tell you how much it means to me to, to hear all these, um, words of, of sympathy and love. Um, you know, I, in, in that moment when you're, you know, in, in those moments when you're going through the grief, you really can't, do much at all <laughs> and it's really helpful to hear these these kind words and these um loving words um they really do help with the grieving process um so I really want to thank all of you who have sent their condolences and who have been there for me and have um, encouraged me to take the time I needed in in this crazy time um so yeah, uh, you guys are amazing. Thank you for sticking around. I I, I really hope that I can um, make you guys proud in the next coming weeks. And yeah, we got a lot going on. Anyway, you guys have a wonderful week. I'll see you next week. Bye.